you're here. Hello. Hey, y'all. Welcome back. Thanks for tuning in, guys, to another episode of Do Not Disturb. Put your kitties to bed. If you're going to bed, roll up the windows. If you're going to work, if you're jogging, turn us up. Working out. Tune in and what? Zone out. All right. So, ladies, how you guys been? <laughs> Kena, how you, Kena, how you been, Kena? Good. What's up with you? Just happy. It's oh, you all, oh my Enjoying God. Life. Enjoying life. What, what, you, yeah. What y'all call that? You feeling good? Yeah. What about you, Mary? I'm good, man. It's Friday. It's Friday. It's Friday. So we are. It it was a shaky day. I Uh received a lot of bad news for other people today. Mm. That it just makes you. That uh, 2020. Yeah, Mm. and it just makes you to makes you think and be grateful that you're here today and Mm -hmm. that tomorrow's a promise and nothing is that serious. Yeah. Mm. Seriously. Any grudges that you have with people, just let that go. Even it doesn't mean that you don't like you have to rekindle your relationship, right. but just let it go. That burden. Like you could just, you could just like whoever, or whatever. What's up with you? Extra stuff. Yanni, you yeah, look like you up to something. I'm rusty. I probably don't look like it, but I'm very well worth. Your lashes are popping. Oh, thank you. Mm-hmm. Just mascara. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you say? Just mascara. You know. Oh, that's natural. Is what she's saying. <laughs> that's what she was saying. So yeah. this week we, you know, we have a. I don't know. Nothing has been going on with my life this week, so we can skip over that weekly recap. But when I, when something is, you know, what? Don't you dare. Nothing has happened. She just had a, a regular week. I always have regular weeks. But we what we want to do this, this week is jump right into our main topic and... Um, it's a little serious. I don't know if we want you want to like go too too deep, but we do want to talk about a serious topic. You know, we talk about relationships all the time and um dating, but we want to know, we want to delve into knowing when to walk away from mm-hmm. certain relationships and situations. Like we can we, we can pick jobs, it up. Right. We can pick types. it off and, and pick it apart and say, you know, family <laughs> relationships, jobs. Um we do want to focus on a relationship, but we do want to expand the topic as well. But when do you know that you've had enough? Like Mary said, twenty twenty, let things go. But we can also look at it as let it go and walk away, start a new page or a chapter in your life when it comes to certain relationships, because that does weigh in on you. Mm-hmm. Like when you're carrying a lot of baggage mm-hmm. or you're just genuinely not happy. Mm-hmm. When do you say I have to put myself first and I have to walk away from mm-hmm. certain situations? Because as we can see, every time we walk, every time we look at the news or we wake up, we see some disheartening news. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a lot going on. And 2020 has definitely opened our eyes to make us realize that any baggage that we're carrying, let it go. Mm-hmm. Focus on ourselves first and focus on you. Um, so we definitely wanted to spend this time to talk about when do you know it's time to walk away and start a new chapter in life? What circumstances make you draw the line and be like, that's it. 
is it because it's different for everybody mm-hmm. sometimes it's verbal abuse right some people can take verbal abuse some people yeah. like that's how their relationship flows for some strange reason and i feel like verbal abuse is worse than like physical I feel like, like that. I mean, I feel like they're both, but I feel like that's bad too. Yeah. You're not going to be just calling as, me well, all types of bad. bitches. It's not worse, just as bad. Right, yes. right. You're not going to be calling Definitely. me all types of bitches and think it's okay. Or when you get mad, call me a bitch or say, or talk to me a certain way. Me public, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. In, in public. Shaming me and shit, yeah. Yeah. Right. It's right. just as bad. Just as bad. Yeah, I think so. So it's, it's verbal abuse for some folks. And then some people draw the line at the physical abuse. And it's like, it okay, you can call one. me all types of names. But as soon you as you lift your hand, you know, don't right. do neither. And, and, and just curious to know, like, what is some of you guys or what do you guys think is the drawing point right there? Where I can't, once a guy does this, I have to walk away. And, and do you have a, a period of time where you can actually tolerate some things before you say enough is enough. I'm patient. I'm a real patient person. Probably some, some will say I'm too patient, but I can't give myself a time. What I can say is for me, my, ch- my change of point, something got to give once I start to not recognize my own self when it comes to thoughts, physically, my actions, Ooh, yes. all types of stuff like that. And for me, when I'm, when it's that deep, I'm going through it, not just mentally or emotionally, like I'm going through it physically. So I start to see physical changes on my body. Mm. And so like, I don't like that. And then if my kids notice something different about me or can come and ask me questions without them being around half the time, that any of this is yeah, going because well, children time, are very this, intuitive. They right, know when you feel change. that for me or, and know something, that's a problem for me. Have and your I children can, note, ever noticed this before? Like, you yeah. know, something's off about you? Yep, definitely. And that's when you wake up and you say, you know what? So you have, you've been in relationships where you've lost weight before or gained weight? Like, what's the physical changes? I've lost or gains. When I'm sh- when I'm going through it about something, I will lose weight because I start to stress. And it, it don't just, it takes a toll on me because I'm giving everything. So it's taking a lot out of me when I'm stressing and I'm mentally going through some shit. So I start to lose weight. I could definitely relate to that. There, I was once upon a time in a relationship where... I was so devoted to being who I thought the person wanted me to be in order for everything to work uh, that I, 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 my limits changed. There weren't, weren't many much boundaries. And you don't realize who you, who you were while you were in this relationship until you walk away from it. Mm-hmm. And I literally, um, my response when the person wanted to try to work things out was, Plain and simple as I don't I don't I didn't like who I became when I was with mm. you because mm-hmm. when you reflect and you look back at like really? this, is like, this, this is not me mm-hmm. it isn't your 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 ambition your your drive the mm-hmm. things that you would have done or think certain things even certain career moves that at one point I should have made I didn't make because I was trying to make something else work so I felt that if this worked then everything else will flow naturally around it and it didn't work that way. So mm-hmm. for personally, for a relationship, I think that my my the, the limit set start. I started setting the limit um, from that moment on. Um, when I see that I that I'm even if I'm starting to feel like something that isn't me, something feels unnatural, something um, gives me anxiety, something makes me anxiety. uncomfortable. Ooh, yeah. um, that's when I choose to. It's easier for me now to walk away than it was before. 
mm-hmm. back in the day, basically. But it took for me to really sit down and get to know myself and, and to know how these certain things affect me. Because mm-hmm. as a mother, it does affect mm-hmm. how you feel about yourself and, and everything you're doing in your daily life. If you're not satisfied, it affects how you are parents. with yeah, your parents. parents and it does. Mm-hmm. It affects your relationship with your friends, with your, with your family. Because it's affecting you as a person. Yeah, it is. Yeah. So it, it definitely. You can't roll out of bed and take mm-hmm. your kid to the park because you're over here upset or depressed yeah. about whatever events happened early that day. And and these things could turn mm-hmm. into depression, basically. Mm-hmm. So I think that the minute that you feel like you're not, no longer you or outside of the, you know, abuse and anything, just in general, you can be with someone and they don't have to be verba- verbally abusing you in order to break you down. Someone can make you, because you could be a very strong woman, right? And if I can meet you where you're at, I'm going to break you down. I'm going to bring you down to the level where I'm Rama. Um, and some people, that's how they maintain their relationships. And some people are okay with that. But personally, I feel that if we can uplift each other, then that's when you have to make the decision, whether it's the other parent, whether it's just, you know, your husband, whether it's the, your boyfriend, whoever it is, I don't think that you should ever, it's non-negotiable. You should be non-negotiable. Right. Right. Um, of course, I, I can say I, we can all be in agreement that verbal abuse and physical abuse mm-hmm. is not tolerated. But another big part for me is if my man can't be a man. That's a, a big turn off. And, and if I have to constantly keep reminding you about doing things, yes. simple things that you should be doing as a man, like providing or pulling your weight or if you're keep making promises that you're going to change or do better or, mm-hmm. and it could be anything. It'd be work related. It could be around the house. Simple, whatever. Simple. But mm-hmm. if you keep making promises that you can't follow mm-hmm. up on and you're not providing mm-hmm. and I can't turn to you when I need to, that's a big breaking point. Girl, it's as simple as this. Let me tell you this mm-hmm. one, me dating somebody. And for me to call my brother to tell him that I'm having a car right. problem, He'll help me out. He'll do, you know, he never says no. If you know my brother, he never says no. But realistically speaking, when I get there, it's like, where's your man? Mm. So Isn't that like, embarrassing? Yes. That's so Or for me to have to go to another man and tell him, hey, can you help me figure this out with my car? What? Right. what? For, for me to go to my cousin well, or my this brother, right. exactly. you already know. Once I got pregnant, it was just a wrap because my cousin and my brother did everything for me. Once I got pregnant, it was like... Where's your baby father? Yeah. And even now, like, even though he's out the picture, you know, it's like, they know I'm out here fucking. So it's like, <laughs> so it's like, Where like, I don't care if I'm at my bottom rock. I'm like, I can't even ask them. Because you're too embarrassed. And that's embarrassing. Like, but you when know, right, though. when you're embarrassed to do that or, or Cause even that's if you're not how fucking you know, at the point, at, like, right at the mind. second, it's just like, you don't have nobody to go to? Thank you. Yes, yeah, so. Oh, yeah, that's embarrassing. But say you want something else, I bet you get a bunch of response. <laughs> right, right. Um, another thing maybe, I mean, we, we can say what, you know, works for us and what doesn't, but you know what? That's what works for us. Right. Um, what I've noticed and realized that is even if it, you, you've experienced like a really close friend of yours going through hell, like pure mm-hmm. hell, mm-hmm. <clears throat> you can constantly tell them that, girl, you don't need to be. Girl, leave better his ass. Like, why? He's just or, done. or just predict what's going to happen. And mm-hmm. you can be like, see, sitting in the back like, see, I told her mm-hmm. ass. Or you can might be even fed up with your friend because you told her time and time and time again what to do and she doesn't. But guess what? It's because 
She's not going to do it until she's ready. She's and I've, right. I've noticed that's a big right. thing. Until everybody that has person a about timeline. walking away. Yes. Everybody has their you own timeline. You have to be ready. You yes. have to be ready. Own you have and, to feel that. Um, I personally know someone that has a similar situation where they know they should walk away mm-hmm. and other people are encouraging them and, tell them, ah, and, and actually are upset at them that mm-hmm. they haven't walked no. away. But at the end of the day, my personal response to that person has always been, you're going to walk away whenever you're ready to go, right. whenever you're ready. Right. Because it could be a financial thing. It could be that if I walk away from this situation, can I fin- financially provide for myself, right. the children, or whatever the situation mm-hmm. is. Sometimes people are tied to certain people because of finances. They it's would not be, just love. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's other things. Yeah, and it, I hate when people use the kids, though. Yeah, oh, of course. Mm-hmm. And that's one thing that we can't even get between. We can't tell somebody to leave your baby father. Like that's 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 the hardest, because even if it's things not going right, you like as women we picture ourselves of being with our child father in the beginning at least, and we don't want to be we don't want to feel like we was the reason of why our family is broken because we walked away. Because usually it's the man who leave. So to know like oh your mother your mother left me, you know we don't want that. Like that's the reason why most relationships work through all hard times because of the mother. We accept shit. We settle. But yeah, you don't want that broken yeah. family. We don't. We don't want it. No matter how reason. much strong, independent woman, we really don't want it. It's either a. I came from a home with two parents. I don't want to give my children anything other than that. Mm-hmm. Or b. I didn't, I come, didn't come from, from that, and I feel like my child deserves, deserves it. So that. either yeah, way, always an yeah. excuse. It's always an excuse. But you have to. Also but it's like realize. better early than late. Cause right. later, why it early? Cause later is like. Yeah, I think the earlier the better. If, if you're, if you're in a toxic me. relationship, if it's, it's toxic, toxic, then let it go because you don't want the children to be involved right. and, and witness that. Someone told me that my son will love me for loving me first. Mm-hmm. And that literally what it's mm. You know what? That's, that's true. And I promise you, that kid does not miss a beat of anything. We're great co-parents. There's nothing wrong there, just an FYI. It's, it was just we're, we're better apart right. as being parents than together. Right. right. And you choose and to mature. make it work. Yeah, it is. It took a lot of work. Don't get me wrong. She can tell oh, you. Yeah. <laughs> a whole lot of work. But it takes a lot of understanding and a lot of flexibility. But I'm not confrontational. Oh, older, then they get verbal when they see oh, yeah. what's going on. Yeah. It, ha- it has Children to know. It has they to get feel better. it. They know. They sense it. Once I started realizing that I, in my past relationship, I was going through a pattern. Mm. I will be able to actually know, like, I f- will feel it. Like, I could be coming home from the grocery store and going in the door like, damn, we ain't have a fight in 10 days. It's about, it's about that time for yeah. a big old blow up. <laughs> it'll be problem. a big old blow up. And that's the problem. And then I'll know it's a pattern. It's yes. always a pattern. And it's like, do you really want to put yourself through that every forever? single time? Like, and I just feel day. like we were just too young at the time. And like, mm-hmm. you know, for, for those that you'll hear more of the episodes, you'll mm-hmm. know more about each and every one of us. But I was married, now divorced. Um, but I just feel like I married too young and we'll delve into that later, um, about topics about, you know, is it too young? Mm-hmm. Is there age limit? You know, marrying your first love right. or, you know, high school sweetheart wasn't my case, but I'm just saying, like, <laughs> very you know, it, we'll it just in general. And I just felt like we were we're really too young. So I had to make that decision, like who I was at 24, 26, 26 when I got married. Who I was at 26 is not who I am now. Like, that's we're not, not compatible with the that's same true. people. Right. I'm we're a different totally people. different person. Mm-hmm. Got, you're different. I'm different. You're growing up to try to be a man and, and to learn how to be mm-hmm. a husband when you should have been a 
had that groundwork already mm-hmm. before you got married, yeah. not learning into mm-hmm. the process. Can't build a man. <laughs> so <laughs> it was just a lot for me to be like, look, you done, you made that step. You walked mm-hmm. in the aisle. You made vows in front of your friends, in front of your family. Um, will it be embarrassing mm-hmm. for you to just say, you know what, this can't work and walk away? Will people say you didn't try hard enough? Because I was getting all of that. People saying you ain't try. I'm you sure. ain't do this. You ain't do that. From the outside. Everybody the always, always knows. Everybody always like something. Because yes. we don't share. Because we don't share. What's going on in the house. Especially when you marry. So I understand. You got to think about mm-hmm. yourself. And I was gaining weight. And I was depressed. And I looked older then than I do now. And like, you know, now that I'm on outside looking mm-hmm. in, it's just like. You weren't taking care of yourself. You yes. were putting everybody else you first. And at the time, it. my mom was mm-hmm. alive and she was very sickly. And the major thing with me was I knew that I had to walk away because it wasn't healthy, because it was always up and down, up and down, mm-hmm. up and down. And I'm not faulting anyone. We were too young, like right. I said, to, to be doing that. But I had to hide and put on the brave pieces, face. Brave face. Put that put mask on, on mask like we do many a times. Because my mom mm-hmm. was sick. Yeah. And I didn't want her to know. Worrying about that on top worrying, of what she got going Exactly. On. So yes. I didn't want her knowing. So yes. I would pretend like mm-hmm. I was okay and things were going good and everything was peachy mm-hmm. clean Holding and perfect and everything inside. because of that. So that's an- another thing that we do a lot too. We yep. put on his face and we do that so much as yes. strong mm-hmm. women. It become we normalized. So much. We be so strong. We put on his face like I'm we so normalize. good. I'm telling you. It's become yes. normalized. Like we, like we can handle it all. At the end of the day, I was going home. I was crying. I was fed up. I had to go grocery shopping for my house, my mama house. I take care of her. Go to work and call her throughout the day. Make sure she all right. Make sure she mm-hmm. in ICU. Make sure she ain't dead. And mm-hmm. oh, she came back again. Mm-hmm. I'm dealing with that. And then where's my husband? Is my yes. husband okay? Did he pick up? The, then come home and watch, clothes and cook and clean. It was too much for a yes. twenty something On top of how you woman. feeling, yeah. don't even have the time to just sit down and just really f- you just don't care for feel you. nothing. You you're so not allowed about you. to think about you. Robot. Because she's a trying robot. to be a wife. Yeah, wife. And then once she passed, I reached my breaking point when I was sitting at the kitchen table picking out caskets for my mother by myself. Mm-hmm. By myself. Mm-hmm. That's when I reached the breaking point. Like After I'm sitting here this, at a yes. point of my life like this. And by my, I should have mm-hmm. never been channel, alone. Especially all of that was on me. Yes. And, and my phone rang. You know, you're who, speaking who, to my soul right now. You know, mm-hmm. that. I know you are. I know I am. And you, my phone rang. And you know who called me? My father. My father, who was with my mother for sixteen something years, called me and was like, "Who are you with? I'm on my way." Dropped everything and came to sit by me while I picked up my mother's you know casket. Because that's a man and a man that loves you. That's why I woke up. Mm-hmm. And that's why I woke Girl. up. Because here I, I have everything in front of me of mm-hmm. how somebody, a man should be taking care of me. Mm-hmm. And from there, from that day on, I did not look back. I was judged. I was ridiculed. Mm-hmm. I was... And- Everything. Everybody was in my business. What yeah, happened? Of course. Of course. Just being nosy. Not All even types genuinely of assumptions caring. going on right. about me. Regular. Oh, yeah. But guess what? But I talk. felt so much better. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. felt that's so you... free. Yep. yep. So like a whole that's new why person. You only you you know you'll have that breaking point, that wake up moment of your life, and you feel like you you ready to wake walk away, and nobody could take that from you or yep. or make that decision for you yep. at all. That's a, mm-hmm. See, that's the thing for me, feeling like that. You with somebody and you feel so alone like right. that. Like, you made me feel like I had nobody when you posted in that one. Mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. out of everybody that I could have been, I should have been able to talk to, turn to, anything I needed, I should have been there. Like, you should have been right there. Now, let's let's say something like that happened, right? Mm-hmm. Can you guys see yourself coming back? Can you reel, can a person reel themselves back in? I tried it. Very similar situation, and I tried it. But um, when my father passed, uh, the person I was with, they they didn't show up to the funeral. And it's not something I noticed at that moment mm-hmm. because I was so consumed with everything. Everybody my feelings, else judging, and everybody else judging, paying attention. Everybody made sure they brought it to my attention, and it wasn't because what other people said. It was because what I needed. I felt like I needed you. I felt mm-hmm. like I deserved for you to be there, and you weren't. So um, before this, we were already shaky. Then this that happened. And it showed me how alone I am. So mm. why am I putting your weight on me and every issue that you have? Because yes. I'm there to hold hold mm. you down through mm. everything. And all I needed was from you just to be present. Mm. It doesn't cost money. No. It doesn't cost yes. nothing. Just your time and your presence. Right. Yep. Not even a word. Silence would have been, been okay. Mm. And that situation after that, it, it made me hard. Mm. It made me. It made me. It made me selfish. Mm. From that moment on, I didn't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. How you felt about anything, mm-hmm. and that, and and I, I saw you cry. I saw you feel a lot of emotions. But I'm like, when I was feeling things that were non-related to you, non-related to me, you didn't care. And even right. if you did, and whatever the person told me they had their personal reasons for not wanting to enter a funeral home, um, I felt like it was wrong for because it, it wasn't Sacrifice. about you. It wasn't right. about you. It wasn't about I, w- I would have exactly. done anything for you. Mm-hmm. And I felt like that should have been your moment so to show me. It was lopsided for yeah. you. You will so, always put yourself first and do everything yep. for other people. But once you realize that, you don't get that same in return. And this costs you nothing. nothing. Um, so then right. it was right. And so mm-hmm. we tried it again. Um, not right then and there. Don't get me wrong. I dated mm-hmm. other people, whatever, whatever. But when we revisit, it, it, it's never been the same. The energy is never yeah. the same because now you don't get the same me. You get a mm-hmm. new me. Right. And the new me has a different type of awareness. Mm-hmm. And you may not like this awareness because this, aware- this awareness you can't control. So now you, I'm, I'm more defined yeah. in who I am. It, it makes a difference. And everybody is not ready for the new you. You right. were okay with the old me, but you're not ready for the new me. Right. Yes. <laughs> it definitely shapes you. Hold you have new standards for the next person. I feel bad for these. these <laughs> I feel so bad. I mean, because I'm just so I don't give a shit. I don't give a fuck. This is what I want. This is what I require. I've been through enough. You, you ain't come already perfect and packaged. Then. Oh gosh. <laughs> I feel bad, but I'm sorry. The passing of my father. No, my mouth is definitely more slick. Definitely. Uh, the, uh, also played a part in me walking away from a job. Because it wasn't only walking away from a relationship. It also played a big part in me walking away from a job. Um, this job that I was, um, that I had, it was a pretty good job. They were relocating to another state. Um, my son was basically two years old. Um, I got the job offer. They decided to move their um, transfer from a year to six months. It happened re- really fast. Um, so then when I told my mom, hey, I have the opportunity to move to Tennessee. I have a great job opportunity. Um, 
salary, the relocation, everything that they were offering basically in the package for me to do this. But it's me and my son, two-year-old son. My mother said, no. She was like, your father's ill. And I'm, um, you know how basically my parents are something always wrong. And I'm like, ah, he's not going nowhere. He's going to be alive forever. That was my, you know, mentality. Um, and basically, I thought it was just for her not wanting me to go away. Then she told me, you go away. Remember, you get sick. Anything happens. Who's going to help you, with, you know, with your son? And I'm all like, I'm like I, have co- I have friends. She was like, no, those are your coworkers. Those are right. not your friends. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh, true. And um, it basically, she told me, if you had a partner and you and your partner were making the move together, that would have been okay. Right. At that moment, I was willing to settle to go back to who I was with in order to make the move. But it wasn't the right move because realistically speaking, if I can count on you here, I definitely can count on you over there. But I was willing to take a leap of faith, right? Um, at the end of the day, I listened to my, um, what my mom said. I chose not to go and the company moved. And um, within a month of them moving, that's when my father became terminally ill. And I was kind of, it was a, a blessing in disguise. Yes. At first I wasn't sure. I'm like, what am I going to do financially? You think about, I need to provide, I need to do this, I need to do that. Because as independent women, that's what we do, right? Um, and I was actually grateful that I did not sign a contract to move because I would have been buying to a contract. Um, and, and I would have been buying to the contract for a year. And basically this happened. I would have had to come back to New Jersey. Yes. I would have to walk away mm-hmm. from the job, this big opportunity that I thought would have been a huge, you know, uh, something that would have, it was a career move. Right. Um, and I chose not to. And um, at first I felt like it was uh, very selfish of my parents, but I'm like, I was so grateful that I didn't go because it gave me the opportunity to spend time with my family. Right. Yeah. We get so consumed with working and taking care of a bunch of other things that um, you neglect Outside your family. Mm-hmm. And it forced me to be there forced me to be there for him um so i had to walk away from a job opportunity because uh my family needed me more than that career move would have done for me yeah family first yeah Yeah. Um, all my definitely every money is not meant for you to make that's right no it would have cost me more this this that rejecting that job gave me peace Mm -hmm. and that's why i feel like you made the wrong decision not at all i i the, being unemployed for those months made me uh, give me the ability to care for him, to be there for him in more ways than I probably you can't get back. Yeah, you can't. And then we end up going to DR. And then while my mother was over there, you know, getting, you know, we buried him over there. The time that she needed to spend over there, I was the only one of her children that was not working. So I was able to stay there throughout right. her time. Whenever she was ready, when when she was ready to come back, that's when we came back. If that didn't happen with that company, because I've been working for forever, I've been working since high school, I would have never, that was the first time I probably actually took a break. And that was my six month break. Like everything happens. It does. And I promise you, I got that unemployment check, right? They told me this is your last check. What happened then? I got a call from a job. And what happened? That's an even bigger career move than the one I was going to do. Mm. So I'll glory to God. Everything happened for a reason. Yeah. Everything happened for a reason. Um, But can I ask you something? Mm Mm-hmm. Are there any Dominicans in Tennessee? Um, actually, yes, because I know people that have it on there, but you can curious. count them in probably in one hand. Yeah, you could, I, you could probably, you know, I will stand out. How'd they get there? Um, I have no idea. I've never been to Tennessee. I didn't take the job. But I know people that have gone, like, yeah, there's a few. You could probably count them. <laughs> they probably still live in the same house. Ariel be in the music video. <laughs> I don't know, no Dominicans. <laughs> if you're Dominican and you're in Tennessee, 
email us. Like and follow. Like and follow us first. Hit us up. Drop a comment. Uh, email us. We're curious. We want to know. Like, what's not. life like in Tennessee being different? <laughs> but, um, I'm my, sorry. I didn't mean to get all sad, but you know, that was just like, no, that was well said. My boobs are popping out. So make sure you guys look at that video. (laughs) (laughs) Let me put my arm like this. They're popping (laughs) out and, and blooper. Yeah, we, we don't want to have to throw one of those, um, sensor, (laughs) one of those sensor things. Y'all want to show? I'll show you a show. (laughs) But no, but just to wrap it up, want to recap. You want to, you want to recap? You want to, you didn't share. You didn't share too much. (laughs) About when, when's your biggest breaking point to know to tie it all together? Uh, So your child is your number one thing. And if, 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 if your child isn't happy, but your child doesn't like anybody. So what's going to happen? Well, she, her father too. (laughs) It's just, it's the hustle and the man and not providing. That's, that's that's to be able to provide for you and your child. And even you're trying to come around and you're not trying to do do nothing. he He has to drag his weight. What if, what if, what if he's coming in unemployed and he's saying that? Well, he won't be with me if he's unemployed. Well, <laughs> okay. Uh-huh. You better go out. <laughs> She's always ending like this. Okay. Like, <laughs> let, let's not confuse it. She is a hardworking woman that does everything for herself and like has that. been doing it for very long. So it's okay to be selfish. <laughs> it's just, you know, her choice of words make it seem like a lot of slack from a lot of men, yeah. like a lot, like for years, I think like the past two years, I just probably started speaking up and just like, okay, so, and I just, like, so, wait, so can't wait. So can't like people putting stuff in my ear and all that, but it's just like, I'm fed up. I'm like, I'm getting older. My bills are growing. Like, so ain't nobody 40 trying to still rap. About to be able to, nah, <laughs> it's over. It's done. You, you no, already it's have just, to. Yeah, so that's it's just me. Come with ambition. Up. Yeah, that's with just goals. bring something to the table. That's it. Drag their weight. I'm correct. That's, not that's just it. It's not hard. But if you guys I have really any questions um, about whatever we stated, and I want us to um, delve into more detail about any um, particular comment that we made or um, reference or. Example. Well, you, to say, uh, you know the page. Let's, you know. Do not disturb underscore podcast. That's our Instagram page. And our email. We have to start pushing our emails because we want to hear from you guys. Okay. It's podcast. Do not disturb at gmail.com. And please, next week, tune in and what? Zone, Zone out. out.